Welcome to Paranormal Almanac. Quarantine Edition. Bonus Live Episode. Jamie Birthday Edition. in now with your own personal paranormal story. If it's true, I want to hear it! That's right, I'm your host Kurt Sandvig. Welcome to another bonus quarantine edition of Paranormal Almanac. Like I was saying a minute ago, it is the Jamie birthday edition, if you will. Uh, Like I was saying, Jamie is one of the patrons. She's awesome. She's a friend of mine. I've known her for years and years. So this is her happy birthday edition. I doubt she'll be in the chat room. She's probably out celebrating her birthday, but she can watch this anytime she wants. That is right. You can watch this on twitch.tv. You can download that app on your TV. You can also stream Facebook to your TV if you've got a smart TV. Uh, if you want to see me on a big screen, which, I mean, who wants to see me on a big screen? Don't, smaller, smaller's better. Smaller's better for me. Whoa, so Sean apparently is already starting off the thing saying that uh, they saw a thing in the sky. Oh, thank you, Austin. Yeah, that is the uh, episode 21. Can you believe it's episode 21? I know I said it last week with episode 20, but it still blows me away that these bonus editions that I honestly, <clears throat> getting choked up. I honestly thought I was only going to do like five of them. I'm at 21. I mean, it's good and it's bad, but I love these call-in shows. I got a lot of uh, a lot of comments. A lot of people saying "fuck the haters." These comments, these these uh, live shows are the best. So thank you for those comments. The ones that do hate it, it's a bonus episode of a free podcast. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to listen to it. Go go do whatever. All righty, who we got in here? I, we already said Sean is in here and. Let's see who else we got. We got Susan here and Maria. Hey, howdy, hi. Lewis. Oh, how we got Fran. Eek. Eek over on Twitch watching it. Awesome. Let me know how Twitch is for you. Let me know if there's anything more that I could be doing for all of you guys. Uh, like I said, Maria's here and Ashley's here and Nina's here and James. Hey, how you doing? James, IFC started today. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else we got? Oh, we got a bunch of people. Let me, uh, let me get into this. Paul is here. Hey, howdy, hi. Got a lot of people here. I'm loving this. Tim is here. F the haters. Hell yeah, Tim. Hell yes. Laura and Ricardo. Wow. That is awesome. Twitch looks good. Trippy to not be on Facebook to watch it. Yeah, I have not even seen this on Twitch. I've never even technically used Twitch yet. I mean, I had to sign up so I could do this simulcast. But besides that, I really don't know much about Twitch other than Paranormal Almanac is on Twitch. So let's see what the um, John. Hey, howdy, hi. Kurt, evil Kurt. How you doing? Got to go in a few, but you'll be back. All right, good. I'm glad you'll be back because, you know, I need people watching. Haley, do I search Paranormal Almanac? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Just just search Paranormal Almanac on on Twitch, on Facebook, on pretty much everything. Stitch is already licking my arm. I've got a lot of stuff that I can talk about, but... The phone lines are open. 
So, if you guys want to call in, phone lines are open. As you can see, 818-732-9399. Any paranormal experience. Phone lines are open. 818-732-9399. You guys can call in now. Anything paranormal is on the board tonight. But there was a bunch of people on the chat room, in Facebook messages, private messages, that said that they also have murder stories. Why so many of my listeners have murder stories, I don't understand. But even if they're not paranormal, I want to hear your murder stories. Because that's just insane to me that so many of you have murder stories and cult stories and all kinds of crazy shit happening. Hey, Fran is on Twitch. There you go. See? Twitch.tv. Happy birthday, Jamie. I love that everybody's saying happy birthday to Jamie. I love it. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Dave, you apparently saw a UFO. If you want to call in, 818-732-9399. If not, I'm going to go to these. I know as soon as I start reading one of these stories, I freaking know it. As soon as I start reading one of these stories, someone's going to call in. But you know what? That's fine. Let, let's do that. Let's do that. The first story in tonight's episode is a UFO story. There's a hell of a lot of UFO stories tonight. I, or this, you know, recently. I hope you guys aren't getting sick of UFOs. That's the last thing I want. I don't want to normalize or oversaturate UFOs. That's why I did a ghost episode. The last episode, if you guys haven't heard it yet, was Canadian ghosts. As Fran said, the most polite ghost. I think it was Fran that said, or maybe Ashley, that said it was the most polite ghost. Yep, exactly. They are the politest, weirdest, oddest ghosts. Some bizarre ghost stories in there. Let's see, uh, Kim says, I've been back to work, so I haven't been able to watch the live shows. I missed them. They are the bomb. Well, thank you, Kim. I'm glad to see you here. Ashley, it was Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. I knew it was one of you two, and I, I, as soon as I said that, I'm like, I don't think, it, I, I think I got it wrong. Okay. Hi, Jessica. Hey, howdy, hi. All right, but as I was saying, hopefully you guys aren't getting sick. Dave's going to call me? Cool. Give me a call, Dave. I will start this story as you call me. As I'm saying, I hope you guys aren't getting sick of UFOs or oversaturated with UFOs. There is so much out there. This is disclosure. I just posted a, 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 a news story on the Facebook page today, which it's a huge grain of salt story. Maybe I should start with that one. It is a take it with a huge grain of salt, but there's a guy that said that he found a, a UFO under the water in the Bermuda Triangle. Now, again, huge grain of salt, like asteroid-sized grain of salt. But what he is saying is... Where's the story? Where's the story? Here we go. Discovery Channel Discovery Channel treasure hunter claims he found evidence of an alien spaceship in the Bermuda Triangle. A new discovery was made by famed explorer Daryl Miklos. Miklos? Sure. As he allegedly came across what appears to be a UFO at the bottom of the Caribbean. He was following secret maps. See? Hmm... Well, I mean, I get that there are maps from, from NASA astronaut Gordon Cooper. Those are real. Those are true. But I seriously doubt that Gordon Cooper's secret maps led him directly to a UFO. They'll lead him to shipwrecks, 100%. But not a UFO. I, I, I mean, maybe. We'll see what happens. But he says, he eventually came across an interesting find, a massive unidentified object, which he first thought to be an ancient shipwreck. That's what my money is on. I hope it's a UFO. Don't get me wrong. I want it to be a UFO, but still. He says later on, he discovered the fact that the object was actually an underwater or 
unidentified submersible object. They have it wrong in the story. Instead, and it had been, and that it had 15 300 foot long obtrusions jutting from its sides. So they don't really show a clear photo of it in this news story at all. So back to this guy that says he found a UFO under the water. Oh, that's the end of the story. Well, there you go. So he says that he saw he's found a UFO. He is going to film it, try to raise it. He's going to try and uh, prove that he found a UFO under the water. And like I said, fingers crossed, I really, really hope that he found a UFO under the water. But my bet is he found some unidentified shipwreck. And as soon as he, you know, scrapes all that crap off of there, it's going to be a shipwreck. First story is already in the books. We're only 12 minutes into the episode. Like I said, hopefully he found a UFO. Hopefully you guys aren't getting tired of hearing about UFOs. Until then, let me read you this story. The Douglas family reports UFO sightings. A Douglas family reported seeing an unidentified flying object in April, according to a recent post to the National UFO Reporting Center. Let's pause right here. So MUFON, in case you guys don't know, had... All right, that's cool. Call whenever you get a chance, Sean. MUFON, in case you guys don't know, the mutual organization of, uh, you know, UFOs, basically. Uh, their leader, their president, their the guy that's in charge of it, whatever you want to call it, had a little bit of a scandal this week. But because of the scandal, I didn't want to say it full on in paranormal news. So if you want to... You know, go ahead and look that up, what the MUFON scandal is. But anyhow, back to this. So the Douglas family says that uh, they were outside of Douglas on... They were outside of Douglas. Oh, a Douglas family. So they must live in Douglas. Sorry. They were outside of Douglas on a night in mid-April when they saw a somewhat transparent object, either a crescent or saucer-shaped, possibly flying across the sky and then change direction. So the semi-transparent is why I added this one to the story. There are a lot more UFOs today that are cloaked, I guess you would say, which makes UFOs a hell of a lot harder to find, but there's still that weird shimmery kind of like Predator kind of thing, you know, if you've ever seen the movie Predator. But they said that they could kind of see the outline. It was really weird. It was really bizarre. They said, my family and I have never seen anything like it and know, and know how planes act at night. Low-flying craft with no lights or sound, with very little visual indication unless you see it at the right time. The family believed they were seeing strange clouds at first, but realized that wasn't the case. No one was able to capture any photos or videos mm, because of dark conditions. Come on, my phone can take pictures in the you know dead of night, complete blackness, so that's bullshit. But they said they couldn't get any good photos. The UFOs reports from uh, Wyoming are not unheard of. In August of 2019, a Jackson woman reported she may have recorded a UFO in the skies of the Teton County. So apparently, and they keep the story keeps going on, but apparently the skies over Wyoming are sparking up again with UFOs. So if I have any fans in Wyoming, please, please, please keep an eye out in the sky. Let me know if you guys see any UFOs at all. All righty, let me, uh, let's see. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, Lauren McCune was just typing about that scandal. Yeah, it's crazy, right? The MUFON scandal, that is. Like I said, because of what it is, you can look it up. I mean, everybody's got Google. Google MUFON, I guarantee it's the top story. So, you know, you can do it.
All right, before I continue on with another story, I don't want to burn through them all. We're only 15. There we go. Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, Kurt. It's Shane. Hey, Shane. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, how about this for you? An IOO. Wait, wait, wait. What's an IOO? Identified orbital object. I like that. I like that a lot. Identified orbital object. So you can identify what it was. Yeah, I got a chance to actually see the ISS fly overhead uh, earlier this week. Nice. Uh, most of the month, it yeah, most of the month it is actually visible a couple of times in the evening here on the East Coast. Yes, I do. All right, so I was lucky enough to be just randomly. I love going up to the Griffith Observatory here in Los Angeles. I was up there, and this guy was like fiddling with his telescope out on the deck, just like a regular person not like someone that works there and he was like oh there it is and he's like hey man you want to see the iss and i said hell yeah i do and i went over there and i looked through the telescope it's really freaking cool and he told me he goes now look up you can see where it is and i looked up and i was like oh shit there it really is that's so cool i love the fact that you saw that yeah so um somebody posted something and looked at the times and it was just moments from that time so it ran outside and got to catch it so figured that would be ufo related without yeah. actually being a ufo because no, no, i love we that. all know and... that there are so many no go ahead so, sorry so many what things that are thought to be unidentified in the sky that are truly you know just orbital satellites and such so. yeah no no i'm sorry <laughs> all right that's exactly what i was just about to say so perfect yeah i was gonna say that you know what between the iss and starlink I get people commenting or messaging, emailing me constantly saying, hey, I saw a UFO, check this out. And then I have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, that was just Star... I mean, most of the time it's Starlink. But the fact that you, even in a quarantine, even sitting, you know, like basically trapped in our houses, you can go outside with your plain eyes and see the International Space Station. That's flipping awesome. I love that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to see. I might try and catch it another time here before... The viewability is gone this this month. Oh, yeah, definitely. What um, about the, uh, have you tried to look for the comet as well? I have not. I, I, I tried to look done. for it the other night, the like the brightest night that it was supposed to be over Los Angeles, and it was cloudy. So I have not had a chance to see it yet, and I really don't want to wake up an hour before sunrise to try and see it, because I'm a lazy fuck. But like, <laughs> apparently you can see it out in the sky. Yeah, it's always unfortunate when Mother Nature decides to uh, hide our viewing pleasures. Right, right. I've got once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and it's cloudy? Come on, that's a dick move. <laughs> so, I tried to do that homework. I did send you the address for the house from I the other episode. I saw that. I saw that. I personally couldn't find anything. Yes. Um... All right, so now when you said you couldn't find anything, I was, I, you know, I haven't had a chance to respond, but I did read your email. Um, so you just, you couldn't find anything in like, like Google or how did you look up the house? Uh, well, um, knowing the location, I, you know, Google maps the address to reconfirm what it was and then tried to find reference to that address in as many search variations as I could. Um, what I could find newspaper related seemed to be mostly like, hey, garage sales and things like that. Sort of those, uh, not personal ads, but the, the, you know, the classified ads kind of listings regarding it. 
See, that's exact. No, that's perfect. That's exactly that would be my first step. So my next step is I'm going to I am going to deep dive this thing. I'm going to go through the newspapers and I'm going to go through the newspapers of the time and see if I can find any mention of that address. And I but I love the fact that you actually did a follow up. That's freaking awesome. Like it is cool that you that you're you know like yeah I'll take take the time and try to do this. Um, so I love that. But yeah, definitely. Um, I will let you know if I find anything. Sounds like a plan. Well, that's awesome, Shane. Thank you so much. By the way, thank you so much for emailing me. Like I said, it's been a crazy week. I haven't had a chance to respond to anybody. <laughs> no, it is all right. So I do have one small ghost story. Yes, um, please. To, uh, leave on so that there's actually something paranormal on my call for you. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Thank you. I love this. So growing up, um, was in Arizona and house was built late 1800s, 1890s, something like that. And so it, it was a house with some age to it. Uh, it only happened once, but I had the only downstairs bedroom and I was one night, I was just not getting to sleep very well. And doors closed to my room and it was a small room, just enough room from the door across the wall to fit the bed there, the narrow way. So heads down on the wall near the bed or on the bed near the door. And I roll over and see a figure in white, a lady in a white dress come walking in the room and I just kind of freeze and freak out and pull the covers over my head and go, nope. <laughs> like I didn't look again, but All right, from wait, that wait. night on. Just to make sure that everybody heard, you saw what now? It was a, a, a lady in a white dress. Why is it always a lady in white? What the hell? I mean, I know I did an episode about how common that is, but still... I don't get why it's always a lady in white. I, I, yeah, I don't know either. Like, is is it really something in the psyche? Is it truly a, you know, an apparition? Who knows? Like, Yeah, no. Definitely not me. I definitely don't know. All I know is that when I did that lady in white episode, I got emails and messages and DMs and all that bullshit from literally every country around the world about people who had either seen a lady in white or had a family member who's seen a lady in white. Some of them really terrifying, and people said, like, please don't share. But, like, I can say this part of it. Like, it's around the world. This lady in white, just like the top hat shadow man, seems to be everywhere. Yeah, no, it, it, it is an odd commonality. All right, so, so you're in bed. You, you see the lady in white. What are, you, what are you thinking when you see the lady in white? Are you like, shit, am I awake? Or am I asleep? Am I dreaming? What were you thinking? Well, I knew I was awake because I had had a hard time falling asleep that night. But I'm like, there is no way a lady just walked through my closed <laughs> door. What in the holy get out? Is it, now, all right. And, I, I've been in this situation. So I want to ask you, like, is it one of those things where you're like, all right, if I just pretend this didn't happen, it didn't happen, and I'll deal with it in the morning when it's bright out? Or what did you? What were you thinking? Uh, it was probably that sort of light part of, you know, uh, the, the fight or flight response. Because I definitely got, like, amped up, like, racing heart, freaking out. 
but it's like it's the only door to the room there's nowhere to go (laughs) i walk through the door it's not solid i'm just gonna cover my head and pretend i didn't see that that's exactly it that's exactly what i did i was like you know what screw it i'm just closing my eyes i'll deal with this in the morning hopefully she doesn't touch me that's all i wanted so yeah like like you know it's kind of that whole thing like well what am i gonna do this shit's happening i i'm not gonna deal with it yeah i love the fact that you had the same the, the same kind of thing as me it's like <laughs> fuck it i'm closing my eyes i don't want to deal with this shit i'll deal with her some other time that's terrifying and but it's the only time you ever saw her yeah just the once so weird like i really wonder what that's about why that night? Yeah, it, like, it, have, how how long did you live? Are you still living there? How long did you live there? All those questions. Um. So, I moved into that house probably. What was it? Uh, third grade, and finished out high school there. And this was probably, I want to say, after I'd been there a couple years, so fourth, fifth grade kind of age, probably. Wow. Okay. You were like you were young. That's not cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it wasn't like, you know, I had a fully developed adult rational brain either. So yeah. it was like, uh. And look, there's nothing rational. I don't give a shit how old you are. There's nothing rational going through your brain when you see a freaking ghost in your room at night. You're still going to revert back to a child. But if you are a child, that's even worse. Holy shit. So, like, yeah, that is exactly the correct response. Close your eyes. Deal with it some other time. Wow. All right. So now did you tell your family like, hey, I saw a ghost last night or did you just pretend like it didn't happen and moved on? Uh, yeah, I didn't talk to anybody about it. Kind of kind of moved on. Um, not that the, the family isn't open to that sort of thing. And, you know, we definitely told ghost, ghost stories around the campfire when we we're out camping. But uh, no, nah, I just was like, uh-uh, no. Nope. Yep. Yep. Nope. I, I don't blame you at all. Crap, dude, I love it. All right, so so you went, you went, uh, what would you call it, IOO? Yeah, uh, Identified Orbital Object. I love that. So you went IOO straight to a ghost. I freaking love it. Thank you so much for calling, man. Thank you for being the first caller, too. Hopefully you kind of broke the ice so everybody will call in, like Nina. Hint, hint. Uh, thank you so much, Shane. That, that really was kind of what I figured was somebody had to break the ice tonight. Thank you. No, that's exactly it. We need the first caller, but bam, you came out with a, you came out with a bang. I love it. Thank you so much for calling, Shane. You're welcome. Take it easy. Doc. All right, so I'm assuming that Shane is actually watching this too, because why would he randomly call me? Shane, for being such a cool caller and being the first caller of this episode, please DM me on Facebook or send an email to paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. Give me your address. I'll send you out a couple of stickers as soon as I go and get some some stamps. Uh, but I want to send you out a couple of Paranormal Almanac stickers in case you guys don't know what they look like. Do I have any over here? Aha, I do. There you go. For being a first caller, for being cool, for telling me an awesome story. Yeah, there we go. All right, so uh, there's a couple of things I want to get to before the next caller. So next caller, hold on one second. So first of all, Yes, there is a comet out there. There was a bunch of people saying, Comet, what? I want to see the comet. Yes. It's called Comet Neowise. It's the first time, or it won't be seen again, I'll put it that way, for 6,800 years. 6,800 years. So, unless you're immortal, 
in which case please call me next and tell me what it's like to be immortal or a time traveler definitely a time traveler any time travelers listening or watching or whatever 818-732-9399 it's uh july 16th 6 25 p.m please call me time travelers call now but comet neo wise so apparently right after sunset an hour after sunset if you look in the northwestern sky you can see it and it is awesome please google it because there is some beautiful photos of this comet over stonehenge which are real which blow me away all right so they got the comet out of the way ashley said that uh well you know like a long time hundreds of years ago people uh let's see bu -bu -bu -bu, older times women used to wear actually wait i can show you guys her comment let's check this out there you go older times women used to wear flowing white nightgowns or chemise dresses fuck i didn't i don't know how to say it chemise dresses more often than that Caller, you are on the air. Hello, my friend. This is Maria. Maria, hey, howdy, hi. How you doing? I'm better. We had a situation to just happen. What? What so situation? I'm going to let you know. Please, please. Um, this is what not happened? alien. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the first thing. Well, let's start. When we first kind of moved here, I don't know if I told you, told you about it, but um, I was outside smoking a cigarette, and I was looking at where, what the hell is it called? Where the um, septic tank is, and I saw a shadow. And it bent down, it was a humanoid, humanoid body, it bent down and it started running at me at all fours. i tell you the story, I think. And I ran into the house and I started screaming, Michael, Michael. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me this on one of the Zoom chats, okay. right? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 The f um, the the, the running on all fours is what's really threw me for this one because it was very bizarre. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I had blessed the house, you know, blessed the land. Everything was good. The other day, I walk into the house and my husband has this really weird look on his face, and I'm like, "What's up?" So he looks at me. He goes, "I was coming in the room, and by the microwave." Um, there was a shadow and it was coming right at me and I actually had to jump out of the way to get, um, so I wouldn't hit into it. And I looked at him and he looked, kind of looked at me and I'm like, okay. And I was like, okay, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> so let it go, you know, the next day I'm outside smoking a cigarette and I'm on the back porch. And as you're looking from the back porch, it goes to the door that connects to my garage and then about a four-foot um, walkway around it. So I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, a person, dark shadow, stepped out, looked at me, and then zoomed as fast as he, I mean, like a heartbeat. Oh, it was gone. But it stopped long enough to look at me, which made me have an anxiety. Like, I started banging on the window because I was actually too scared to get to the door to my to the house so my husband comes out and as soon as he came out i had an anxiety attack well sure i mean who wouldn't have an anxiety attack now wait how do you know that look i'm just for the skeptics how do you yeah, know please. that a shadow was looking at you um because where the porch is it there's a where the my back porch is there's a ramp okay okay and as it came around the corner, 
it was turned directly towards me, like facing me. I didn't okay. see the face or anything. And I and if it was looking at the wall behind it, which was another door, um. Then I was looking at a door for some reason. I don't know, but there was, you know, it was. Wait, the door, door that you me. came through? No, my back porch door, my um, garage door. All right, I don't know what's worse—that it wasn't wasn't looking at the door you came through, but it was looking at the back porch door. What? Why? What do you think it was looking at? I thought it was looking at me, and it stood there for like good three minutes, and then all of a sudden, bam! It took off back into the where I couldn't see it again. And my first words were, "Holy shit!" And, and stop and, like, hit the window, which I'm glad I didn't break the window. My mother-in-law would have killed me and my dad because uh, we go to them for everything. And I'm banging, and he comes out, and I'm, like, I explain everything to him. I'm, like, it was there, and he's looking at me, and I'm, I w- then he wants to go back, and I'm, like, no, no, you're going to sit right here while I finish my cigarette because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going in until I go in with you. So... So, um, so wait, he saw, yeah, so he saw it too then. But he didn't, he didn't see it at the same time I did. Yeah, no, no, no. He but, but he definitely saw the same thing that you saw, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah. he is not a believer, right? He's a skeptic. No, no, he sees things. He's my shield. No, no, I know he's your shield, but I thought he was like a skeptical believer for some reason. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, all right, he, all right. he's seen things. He's seen things. I have that one that I don't know. I told when we lived in the old house. And him and I were both walking to the um, to our bedroom in this little hallway. Yes. And in the hallway, there's a, a closet. And there was a young boy that stepped out. At first, I thought it was my middle son, Alex. And then he just disappeared. Yeah. And I went in my head, did I just see that? And then all of a sudden, Michael said, hey, did you just see that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not crazy. Okay. So, yeah, he sees things. That's right. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So... Yeah. This yeah. shadow person, it didn't do anything, thankfully. I'm not no, saying that it should. No, it felt really ooky, really nasty. I did not like it. I really uncomfortable. I, I actually, okay, I had, I, I blessed the house, the land. I mean, I went through the whole thing of holy water and everything and saved everything in that house and the land yesterday. I started good, in the afternoon good, good, good. until the night. Yeah, I was not, I'm not, I was not comfortable at all. So. Are, that's, all right, so I. So there's definitely something that seems to be always around your house or maybe around you. Maybe it's not necessarily around the house because it's you've you've talked about stories in the past about being at a different location and now this yeah. location. So do you think but it's I've attached to you? But I've never dealt with shadow people. I've never dealt really once uh, one other time way back in the day. Sure. But I've never actually dealt with mostly it's just spirits or a feeling or like I'll touch something and I'll, I'll sense what happened to them. Or um, I'll look at somebody and tell them something about their life that makes them bizarre. Oh, oh my God. But I don't deal too much with shadow creatures, uh, people, whatever you want to call them. It, it was nasty. Sure, sure, sure. It was not something I was comfortable with. I don't want to, I don't mind seeing a spirit. Okay, they're around us. But yep. these, the shadow things kind of really spooked me. Why, why do you think the shadow people, sp- I mean, I know why I think it, but why do you think the shadow people spook you more than spirits spook you? Because for some reason, for some people, both would be very spooky. Um, okay. In my eyes, our body is just a temple. It's a home. Sure. I feel that when we, we don't really die, we just move out. Yep. I agree okay. with that. I can um, 100% agree with that. Okay, so um, 
sometimes you ha- you don't, and I believe that there are like different dimensions, and sometimes people get stuck in this when they've had a hard time or so they're not finished with something. Sure. Um, and that's mostly that could be, and there's different types of you know there's repeat ones that are like an echo, and then there's you know the um, spiritual ones that a ghost that's been is confused and stuff, and then there's the violet ones. But when it comes to the shadows, I, I don't know. Actually, I, I I just don't. I mean, I've only dealt with the personally one time way back in a long time ago, and then just this week this week with this and and on this property a couple of months with the one over here. But it's still it's the same one I feel. And Mike and you know we had that lamp blessed the first time um, when it happened because it freaked me out. Sure. But um, Michael thinks that it's not from that land itself. He thinks it's like traveling. What do you, you mean know, by like traveling? Like, like following you or? No, 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 no. Like it's because Michael said he felt that it wasn't like there to scare him. Okay. Okay. That it was just walking through and, and going. Okay. Okay. Um, I did not feel comfortable at all with it. I felt it was icky. It was oily, it was nasty, it was gross, and I was not comfortable with it stopping looking at what I felt was looking at me. Sure. And then just shooting back, uh, going back. It was creepy. Well, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. shadow people are always creepy. And I feel bad that, like, I'm lumping every shadow. I'm sure there's a good shadow person no, out there. No, please. I mean, I mean, maybe you can make me understand what the difference is. I don't know the difference between a, a ghost and a shadow, except the shadow, to me, feels like it's, it's more evil. You know, I mean, I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, everybody that's seen a shadow person has said the same thing. They've gotten a dark feeling from seeing the shadow people, that they're that they're darker than shadows, that there's something dark and evil about them. And, and, you know, look, we might be misconstruing it. Maybe they're the nicest people in the world, but for some reason, shadow people are scary as fuck. So shadow people, fix your shit. Like, you're scaring us. That's not cool. Yeah, I, I, oh my God, I can't even describe yeah. how shaken I was. I was like, literally, I, yeah. And, and I've, you know, like I said, I've walked into places, I've seen things, you know, or touched something. But, and Michael, you had to see the look on Michael's face. That was, to me, priceless, because he normally doesn't have a look. He's like this person that has always the same facial expression, no matter he's happy or sad or mad or whatever. So for him to have that puzzled look on his face, sure, like that, and he was just looking. I'm like, what, what, what happened? What you okay? And he explained it, and I'm like, okay. And I even said, I don't like that. Hey, he's right. Yeah. Look, he would know. I mean, you would know as well. I trust both yeah. of you. But you're right. There is something inherently spooky and scary and evil about shadow people. I totally get your apprehension. But now I'm going to put you on the spot, and and it's only because okay. you told me to do it. <laughs> do you have a question for me tonight? You said you always would, so I'm throwing you. I'm putting you on yes. the spot. Oh, you do. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Well, I mean, as a director and as a person and a gamer, sure. Judy, and I can always bring up a question out of the out of the hat. Have you ever gone through a shadow? Uh, seen a shadow creature? All right, so I have seen a shadow person once. Well, maybe, maybe I have seen a shadow person. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quantify it. I have definitely seen a shadow person, but it was out of the corner of my eye. So 
rationalizing it, I'd like to think that it was just something out of the corner of my eye. I didn't really see it. It wasn't really a shadow person. Just because, you know, I don't want to see one. I've heard from enough people that have. They seem freaking terrifying. Good question, though. I always, I, I love your questions. I really do. So, yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was going to tell you about this. I was like, No, please. Oh, Are I you kidding me? Tell, tell about me about this. Things in the past. Because, you know, I feel like the more I talk about it, the more I just want to go run in the house and hide. Well. Even though I, even though I bless the house. Sure. I mean, I'm outside right now, but I have my lights on. No, no. Hey, I don't blame you at all. Look, I love the fact that you called me about it. Please don't ever wonder, should I call Kurt about it? If it's about something like you just told me, call me. Let's talk about it because I guarantee you the reason I like doing this is, I mean, besides the fact I love talking to you and talking to everybody else, but the reason I like doing this is because it helps other people because then other people go, they'll message me and go, hey, I've seen stuff like that. Hey, I've had that experience. Hey, I've seen a lady in white. I've seen a shadow person and it gets people talking about it, but they didn't want to seem crazy. So you're giving them that safe place or yeah. I'm giving them, whatever, yeah. that safe place to talk about it. So please, always call me. Okay. Well, I thank you. You know, I, I, saying things to you actually makes things feel better with me. Oh, I love that you said um, that. Now, Maria, you, you mentioned last yeah. time about a very scary upcoming premonition with alligators, death, all of that. I haven't. I haven't. I still, I, okay, I haven't gotten another feeling like that yet, again, but I still myself feel it's about the school, kids going to school. Okay, look, I mean, I, I, okay, I but it know, hasn't gone, okay, this is it. You know, I, I agree with you, and I don't want kids to go to school. I want everybody to be safe. I don't want anybody to die. So, but I had to ask, just in case you had like an update yeah. to your premonition. Thank you so no, much for calling, though, Maria. About. Thank you. I, Thank you, sweetheart. I love talking to you. Thank you so much. Okay, you have a great night. Thanks, you too. Okay. So good to talk to you. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, callers, don't call. I got I to gotta read Nina's story. And the reason that Nina can't call in is because she's walking her cat. The best reason ever to not be able to call in. But Nina said, I was living in Mexico, super rural in Oaxaca, and decided to go on a walk. Little did I know that my godfather's property in the mountains was haunted. I felt someone following me, and lo and behold, and this is her quote. I'm not swearing because I want to swear. This is her quote. A fucking faceless child running towards me. A faceless child. Faceless fucking child. Kids ghosts, spooky. Faceless kids ghost, ten times more spooky. hundred times more spooky. Fuck them is what I'm saying. So she said, I ran to my grandmother and never said a word about it till till this year to my dad. I only talked about it because they recently made a water well and dug out human bones. I'm going to repeat that whole... I'm going to put that up on the screen too because fuck that. I ran to my grandmother and never said a word about it till this year to my dad... I only talked about that because they recently made a water well and dug out human bones. What the fuck, man? Holy crap. Uh, let me go. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, she said, yeah, I'm walking my cat right now, so I can't call. Ha <laughs> ha. The best excuse ever to never call in. Not I'm walking my dog. I'm walking my cat. Fucking, I love Nina so freaking much right now. 
love Nina so much right now. Uh, let's see. Um, Nina said he was a young kid and would be sent to take care of the crops at night. And he heard, wait, 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 what, what, what? Did I miss something? My dad was haunted in the, ah, here we go. My dad was haunted in that area too. I have stories from him too. He said, there we go. He was a young kid and would be sent to take care of the crops at night. And he'd hear a crying pig when there's none and kids crying. Holy shit. This, this, this story's terrifying. My dad would also smell like, would also smell burning horns and chains dragging. What the fuck? Holy crap. This is bizarre. Serious nope. And she said my dad was a young kid. Um, so Nina, I'm assuming you're still watching because you're pretty much up to date with the, the messaging. Um, did they ever find out who, whose human bones, who that was? Like what happened to this human that you found in a well? Also, side, side question, side note. Please tell me that no one drank water from that well, from human bones. They're basically drinking like boy consomme, faceless boy consomme, which is way worse. I don't like any of this, but I love it. Um, so Nina, I will keep an eye. Oh, Stitch, thank you. I will keep an eye out in the chat room. Uh, he has more stories. I'll ask him for all the stories. Nina, please, please, please tell me every story that you have. I absolutely love them. Please let me know, did they find out whose bones were found in the well that they dug? Because that could be a murder story. So I got like paranormal and murder? This thing's awesome. Nope. My uncle just said, oh, bones, and tossed them aside? What is happening? Human Consomme is a great band name. Yeah, I saw Human Consomme at uh, the Troubadour. They were amazing. They opened up for uh, Four Non-Blondes. I couldn't think of a band. I... Why the fuck did I say four non-blondes? I really flash back to a really weird... I don't know what the hell that was. Look, I think I might be having a stroke because of this story. So he just said, oh, bones, and tossed them aside? Who are you... Look, I've said this before. Hi, Richard. I've said this before. But you guys are the most mellow people. You and your family are the most mellow people ever for finding creepy shit. First we had murder bacon, and now, like... Oh, look, I found some bones. Eh, let's continue on with the well. Wait, Nina, does that mean people were drinking from the well? Did you ever drink from the well? If so, you might have the power of a faceless ghost boy. So, holy shit. Hey, Caitlin's here. Hey, howdy. Hi, Caitlin. Mwah. Caitlin is one of my favorite people in the world. You, everybody, there's going to be an upcoming birthday edition of Quarantine Live Paranormal Almanac for Caitlin, because that's what she wanted for her birthday. I know I'm. I know I'm like jumping to another topic. I'll get back to Nina and her crazy, crazy faceless child bones in the well drinking bullshit. Uh, so Caitlin said, "Hey, you know what I want for my birthday? I want a paranormal almanac episode." No, damn it! Hi, caller. Who's this? Hey, Kurt. It's Dave. Dave, hold on one second, Dave. I gotta finish my thought. So, uh, I'm sorry. So, so, so Caitlin, the absolute best said, you know what I want for my birthday? I want a paranormal almanac live show for my birthday. A very, and, and of course I would, I said a hundred percent. Yes. And I would do anything for a friend. And she said, that's what I want for my birthday. So there's going to be an upcoming, I think it's the 26th. Don't quote me on that. I not sure the dates on the top of my, I don't know what date is now, but there's going to be an upcoming episode that everybody's invited to. 
the most inclusive, and I mean this in the best possible way, the most inclusive group you could ever be part of for Paranormal Almanac live show for the very phenomenal Caitlin's birthday. Okay, with that, let me get back to Dave. Dave, hey, howdy, hi, how you doing? I'm all right. Um, so I, I wait, 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 um, wait. Mentally. I don't like that. You're just all right. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, no, I just finished eating, so my stomach's kind of full. Oh, oh no, that's good. Okay, all right, good, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, um, I'm pretty sure that Sean uh, mentioned it on the, uh, on the uh, chat. Yep. But uh, I did end up seeing uh, some sort of a, I, I want to call it a UFO. I don't know for sure because I haven't seen anything like it. I mean, I did mention before that we live near an airport. It's kind of a small airport. Sure. So, so I kind of got an idea roughly of what like small planes, helicopters, and actually, um, we don't live too far from Newark airport either. We live like about two towns away. Okay. So I do see, you know, commercial airlines and stuff like that, but I did see something. Um, I think it was what, like about a week ago. About a week ago. Yeah, it was roughly a week ago. Um, I tried recording. I know I, I recorded this one incident and I, I'm pretty sure yeah, I put it, I put it, I put it in our fan page. Um, Oh, I missed that then. I'm glad and, you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, but I saw it, it was around like three or four in the morning. Um, Sean was already sleeping. I, I went outside and I looked up and there was like this really bright, it looked like a star, but it wasn't a star. And I knew it wasn't. I was like, okay, maybe it's a plane. This thing, it was one big one and one small one. Okay. Okay. They kind of just, it went near like part of the tree line in my backyard and it kind of just crisscrossed. They crisscrossed with each other. The smaller one went what way, um, went way over to the right and the other bigger one went to the left. And that thing was moving pretty fast. Like there was no way that was like a regular plane. It wasn't a helicopter. It was moving pretty quick. Now wait, and what I'm not direction saying, was like, it? It was like super fast. What direction um, was it, it moving? It was in? going. Okay, so the smaller one was heading more towards, um, I want to say south. Okay. The the bigger the bigger brighter light was heading north towards Newark. So I assumed at first that it was an airplane, but I I couldn't I couldn't say that that was an airplane because it didn't have the same kind of lights. And judging by the distance of it, there there weren't enough lights on it for me to say that that was an airplane. So I assumed at first, maybe it's a helicopter, but then I was thinking to myself, there's no way that's a helicopter because with as bright as of a light that it had, there's, there's no way it was a helicopter because I would have heard the helicopter. Interesting. So, and it, and it was it fast, you just, said. It, How it fast? Moved over, it, it moved over. It moved, I can't tell you the speed because I'm not generally familiar with, with the, um, how to like distance the speed. Like, I don't know how to actually tell you what distance or speed it was going, but it was moving faster than a plane would normally move around here. And it kind of just went towards, towards the airport, towards where the airport would be. But what confused me was it, it didn't have the same kind of lights. It was just one big bright light. Interesting. And it moved. It looked, it looked like it was farther away than it really was. Now you guys what, have been there for a while, right? Yeah, no, I've I've lived here on and off. So um, I lived here when I like when I was thirteen, and I lived here till for about uh, when I say maybe four years, 
And, and then we moved, so and you, then I came so back, you know, and I've been here for another six years. So you know the stuff that's out there. You know planes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very familiar with all the different kinds of um, air, you know, aircrafts that, that fly by. Did it make any noise? No, it wasn't making, that's the one main thing. It wasn't making any noise. It had it had enough distance where I would feel like maybe it, it shouldn't really make too much noise, but most of the planes, you can hear them regardless of how far they are from sure. you. Sure. Like, when they're flying by, you're going to hear something. There was nothing. There's absolutely no sound. Um, it, it moved towards the airport. Now, was it, it small was like a light star? Yellow, light, light. No, it wasn't. It was like almost as if you magnified the North Star. Oh, wait. I think like, I'm losing you. Like Hello? Dave? Yeah. Oh, there you are. Uh, uh, sorry, I, I didn't hear your answer. Was it like a star? Oh, no, it was bigger. It was like two times the size of like the North Star. Okay, so it definitely wasn't Starlink. I think Starlink. It, it was huge. It wasn't Starlink. Yeah, it wasn't no. the International Space Station. It was moving way too quickly to be the comet. Uh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. I'm really curious as to what it could be. Yeah, I don't know either, and that's not even the first time it happened within these last few weeks. I think... Um, more recently, uh, Sean and I actually saw mm-hmm. um, it was across. It was across from our house. It was above the like t- going towards the school area that we're we're living across the street from the school. So it was it was more towards that direction, and it really it um, it was blinking, but it was blinking erratically. Like it didn't have the same kind of pattern that any plane would have. It had kind of like. One bright one one really bright blink, and then it would stop, and mm-hmm. it would stop for a couple of seconds. Six seconds uh, six, it was six, and then like 15, and then it went to like two, and then it went to like 30. It just kept blinking at erratic times, so I couldn't really explain that either. Sure. I don't know. Maybe that's an explana- uh, explainable one, but, but honestly, still, that, that I mean- just kind of weirded me out after because that that one had no sound either, and that one happened after the one that I saw that I explained. No, no, and but that still, thing was moving pretty quick too. Even I mean, even if it is a satellite or something, a helicopter, which I don't think it is, um, it's still technically a UFO. You had no idea what it was. It was acting different yeah, no, than other things you've seen in the area. So hey, I'm checking uh-huh. this one off as a UFO. I love it. Yeah, Thank no, you. It, it just it it's it was abnormal. Because it's not, I, I felt like it was kind of just weird, like weird timing, I guess, because normally we, you know, we haven't really had anything to call in for. And now this happens and it's like something completely that we, we really haven't, you know. Yeah, no, it's completely different than what you're normally used to seeing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I told them. I told them about that. The, uh, the, the light that I that I um, recorded, um, I'm pretty sure that it's on the Facebook uh the Facebook page, the the fan page. Sure. And that one had it like, I didn't re I couldn't record it that well, but I tried as hard as I could because I mean, my phone quality is as, as good as it can be. No, no, no. The fact that <laughs> and you I didn't want to be it. the guy to just like record something and like not have good quality. I didn't want to be that guy, but, but no, no, I no. recorded it and you know, I, I put it on the, uh, on the page. It, it had different ways of moving around too. It wasn't just, it didn't just go in a straight line at first either. It kind of like, it went, it like divided down, but like it was like an arch that like it was, it was just, it didn't make any sense. Like the way that it moved just didn't make any sense for it to sure. arc the way it did in the direction it was going. 
No, no, no. Like, look, hey, first, thank you for trying to record it. Always, no matter what it ends up looking like, always record it. So I love the fact that you did that. Yeah. Um, it's on the Facebook page, the Paranormal Fan Page. So if you guys go to Facebook, it's Paranormal Almanac. It's the fan page. A lot of you guys have been joining. A lot of people have been joining. It's awesome. I love that because that lets you guys get together and talk about stuff. Because during the week, I've got a crappy, or not a crappy, I, I really appreciate that I have a day job, but I have a day job, which means that I can't respond as quickly as I'd like to respond. So other fans can respond. So I think it's great that there's, that Sean and Dave made this fan page at, with, you know, with they, they asked if they could. I said, hell yeah, go do it, do it. That's awesome. So they made this fan page. Go there. There's a lot of great content. Last week's live episode um, I crap. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. What was his name? Uh, Craig. Craig had an amazing ghost photo that he put on the fan page. So you can see some amazing stuff on this fan page. It's well worth it and it's free. So fuck it. Why not? But, um, yeah, definitely. I appreciate the fact that a, you recorded it and B you posted it on the fan page to let people get a look at it and see what they think. Yeah. Um, other than that, we didn't really have too much. Um, I did. I, I have. I have a couple of things that we we tested out. We uh, we tried kind of like working around things. Um, there was this app that on. Um, no, 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 not that one. Not not that one. There's there's another app that was some some TikTok thing, and we tested it out and we tried to debunk it because there's a lot of people that have been like doing stuff on that that have been like taking pictures or or not rather. Uh, rather the small videos on TikTok. Sure. Oh, and, yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, yeah, and they had, like, this weird uh, filter that, like, apparently caught ghosts. But I didn't really I didn't really know for sure what to believe with that. Because, I've, I've um, tried that filter. I know exactly what you, I was talking about that last yeah. week. So you had the same experience, it, I'm assuming, that I had, that it doesn't seem to really be catching a ghost. Yeah, no, I, I panned it over, like, near my living room. I had a fan there, and it caught the fan, but it didn't catch anything else. And then at some point, it caught the couch, like, part of the couch. Yep. But it didn't catch anything else. I mean, I got kind of freaked out because I'm like, holy crap, there might, there might be something there. But then I thought, like, that doesn't make sense. It's yeah. always catching the fan. Yeah, no, <laughs> look, hey, I want nothing more than this weird ghost app on TikTok or, or ghost filter on TikTok to be real. I really do. Oh, yeah, no, I did, too. But, <laughs> I did, too, but I felt like I had to debunk it. I had yeah. to. Look, I can't I can't um, genuinely say that I think it is a real ghost filter. Now, there is that um, that Nautica, that, that astronaut thing. The, the Rando Nautica. That's Rando a, Nautica. We actually tried that. We actually tried that recently. Uh, the last couple of days we were trying it out. And it kind of just led us to just really random places. A yep. lot of things were mostly like... Uh, in the middle of the water. Um, the first time that I actually turned it on, it sent me to the cemetery near my house about like two or three times. Sure. Um, other than that, there weren't really, it was mostly just households. Um, there were certain things that uh, sent us towards like areas where um, maybe like Sean had like memories of play, being there or something. Oh, that's interesting. But other than I, that, that. I haven't really caught too much. Yeah, no, it, it seems I'm still, we're still working on like trying to figure that one out too. But there were a lot of spooky stories of that. So I was like, maybe, maybe it might be something that I can look into. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, I'm right there with you. Look, I'm going to keep trying TikTok. I mean, it's not working for me yet, but I'm going to keep trying. But I love the fact that other yeah. people are trying it too. So, hey, man, 
dude, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, as always, I love Definitely. hearing from you. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, we're, we're going to keep trying to, to give you an update on stuff, you know. Please. I just want to make sure that you know that we're still here. <laughs> no, no. Hey, no, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. I'll, as always, thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right, talk to you. Bye. All right, so, I mean, as always... I love hearing from Dave and Sean. There was actually a comment. I normally don't like talking about the negative comments or even acknowledging them, but there was a negative comment that said, "Hey, these two guys—they always seem to have the same like, or they always seem to have paranormal stuff happening to them. What the fuck?" Hey, guess what? If you live at a location with paranormal stuff, paranormal stuff is going to happen. Just look at David Omen, the Sharon Tate house. He has shit happen to him all the time. So the fact that they are regular callers doesn't mean they're making shit up. I don't think that at all. That means that weird shit is happening to them, and thankfully, they're calling me. Okay, but, oh, oh, by the way, uh, I'm sorry, real quick. Um, let's see, let's see, we got Richard. He says, I'm drinking vanilla vodka, Sprite, and blue curacao. Fuck, that sounds really good. Holy shit, yeah. Um, then I got uh, Paul, who says he's drinking whiskey and Dr. Pepper. I'm all aboard that, too, as well. Uh, day jobs. Yay. Uh, Richard asked what I was drinking. Tonight, I'm drinking Coke and Captain Morgan, my normal, but instead of ice cubes, I'm using Bomb Pops, because why the fuck not? It's, you know, just after 4th of July, let's do some Bomb Pops. But before I continue on, before anybody else calls, do not call. I'm not going to answer right now. It has been an hour. At an hour means it's time for... A stitch pee break. We'll be right back in just a second. Listen to this John LeJoie tune, Too Old for TikTok. That is right. We are back. Hold on. Let me take this off of here. All right. We are back. See, that was quick. It was a minute. Please look it up. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, Kurt. It's Sean, the hey. fraud, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fraud in my eyes. Hi, Sean. Hey, howdy. Hi. Uh, you know. Wait, hold on one second. Hi, how's it going? Wait, wait. Oh, God. Stop playing that song. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, Josh said, Tonight's yeah. Stitch Break is brought to you by UPS. Sorry about the late packages and sorry for the late apology. It's sort of our thing. I love the fact that Josh does those for every Stitch pee Break, so I had to bring it up. Not a fraud That's at funny. all. I love the fact that you guys are no, it's all right. Well, I actually was calling because I don't have anything for, you know, myself or my own experience. My friend shared a story with me yesterday, and unfortunately she can't call because she's at work. She she works night shift, and uh, we met her back when we lived in Tennessee. So I figured I would, you know, help share out her story really quick because she wanted to know what people's opinions on it might be because she's still a little unsure. But David and I used to go to her house when we were... Uh, when we lived in Tennessee, and she does have in her bloodline, um, there were a lot of occult and uh, Wicca practices. Oh, really? Um, I forget which side of yeah, I forget which side of her family it's from. Um, but she, it's her and her son that live together, and um, you know, it's just them in their house and their dog. And recently, she noticed something, and when she explained it to me, one of the things really made a lot of sense because it's something that you know we. David and I have noticed before, um, just about being around certain kinds of people and the kind of uh, aura or the vibe that they give off. Yeah. And then events that transpired afterwards that started to look a little 
kind of omen-like or, or like warnings in a sense, and, and it, it's been bothering her. So um, basically, you know, like I said, it's her and her son. Uh, her son is uh, in his 20s, so, you know, they're, they're decent ages over there. And um, her mother got really sick recently, so she moved her in to take care of her. Now, when her mom moved in, suddenly her and her son started feeling like there was this weird, um, almost like a like a, a wet comforter heaviness, like a, a weight to to the pressure and the aura in the house, where where things felt like like a darkness came in with her. And um, you know, to be kind of reasonable, her mom, for for unfortunate lack of better terminology she's kind of on her way out with a lot of illnesses right now mm. so she's kind of in, in that tethered area um where you know if anyone knows anything if whether you're young or you're close to to death you you seem to attract things from wherever things may come from yeah 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 the veil now, is very thin yeah exactly so one of the things that happened was and she she lives in a pretty nice little little neighborhood. It's not like out in the boonies in Tennessee, like where we lived. She's kind of closer to a town. Um, suddenly, she she noticed uh, over the course of a week, multiple dead rats just suddenly started appearing at her house while her mother was there. That they just bad. started showing up outside all over the property. Um, same thing with uh, I think it was blackbirds. Um, one night she she felt like a almost like an overbearing presence and you know it was also kind of during during the storms that were coming in and out for that week and a big branch on her tree split and crashed down in the yard and you know the dog's been kind of on edge lately and then her mother moved out the day before yesterday and she noticed, her and her son noticed, that it felt like that weight kind of left, but there was still a dark presence as if it came in with her mother and is now just hanging around. Oh, really? Like now, what she's telling me is she noticed, yeah, she noticed that there was also, like, a lot of the things that were happening over the course of, like, the, the couple of weeks or a couple of days that her mother was there, things were happening in threes. Three rats, three birds, three bad things happening um, at work, three bad things happening with family, and it was all just everything kept going in multiples of three each and every day. Um, Interesting. So that was that was something that yeah, but that was something that she she had pointed out because it was, you know, first it was uh, uh, the the cancer that was taking over with her mother. It went from being one to two to three all in in one week. It, they said, oh, it's this. No, it's this and this, and now it's spread to this. So. Suddenly, it's three things that happened in the span of a week. Then it was the three rats, then the three birds, then the three injuries where she uh, accidentally shot a nail gun through her hand. She had the uh, the tree crash down in her, in her yard, and her and her son were trying to take it apart with chainsaws, and uh, one of them got stuck with something and, and issues at work, and there was just the three injuries the same day. And... It just kept going, and it was nonstop. And she's saying, you know, it still feels like there's there's something lingering now. But when her mother was there, and it was never really a case before, like they had, you know, some light paranormal activity here and there. It wasn't anything major, but it was a huge, heavy, wet weight when her mom was there. Sure. Oh, and sure. And something stayed behind when she left. 
And you know what? It's weird because you're not the first person or she's not, whoever, whatever you want to say, is not the first person who said that when they've had a loved one that was, you know, close to the end, most of the time it's when someone has dementia and they're close to the end, that whatever that is, it seems to stay there even after they pass away. So that's really interesting that you brought that up. Yeah, and she's, and I mean, as of right now, she's still alive and as well as she can be she just moved out and is no longer at that house anymore for for whatever reason but you know things were just it was non-stop and you know i don't know if anything changed in the course of the last day but i mean i just talked to her yesterday and that's when she told me everything she's like i don't know if i'm i'm just being paranoid or but this is not something that normally happens. This is not the norm for us. Like, if there's something that happens in the house, anything that's, you know, just a standard everyday kind of, you know, bullshit thing or something paranormal, it's never this much at once. Yeah. And it was just every single day it came in threes. Wow. I mean, I mean, look, I obviously, I don't know anything more than you do, but the weird thing is that, like... Yeah, no, and unfortunately, I'm, I mean, we're not there in Tennessee anymore. It's not like we can just go to our house and say, hey, let's check it out. We'll see what we can do to help you or, you know, get a vibe for ourselves. So this was something that that was brought to my attention. Oh, definitely. But the threes part is really interesting because that is another common thing. I mean, even to the Mm -hmm. point where if you want to bring it back to, like, celebrities, death in threes, that um, the the witching hour is three o'clock, that the Trinity Mm -hmm. is three, obviously. I mean, there's threes are all through both religious and non-religious parts of the paranormal. Oh, yeah, and that's one of the things that, that's why she had uh, talked to us about it, because before we moved to Tennessee, that's when we had the deer, the, the... crows or blackbirds are coming in the house and those things all happened in threes that week too sure and that was right around a major event so i thought it was interesting that you know this was something that suddenly started happening to her as well and her her son who's normally um he's very introverted he kind of keeps to himself he chills in his room he goes to work and that's about it um he flat out said and he normally doesn't bring this stuff up he went to his mother the second that uh his grandma left the house said, you need to sage this house. We need to cleanse it right now. Something's not right. We need this cleansed. And it still feels like there's something there, apparently. She said it, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right, and the dog's a little upset. And the dog was never upset. That thing would just eat and sleep all day, and now <laughs> she's kind of on edge. Um, Eek, yeah. who's, Eek, who's actually watching on Twitch, Eek, you know, who's mm-hmm. awesome, patron as well, she said, um, also, a repeat in numbers is something trying to reach out and grab your attention it depends where you look around. And I agree with that, too, that, they, you know, like people seem to notice repetition. That's why deja vu is something that people notice a lot. I completely agree mm-hmm. with Eek that I think it's something like that as well, that it's just trying to get your attention. It's, it's trying to latch on to something to make you go, wait, what the hell? So, yeah, I agree yeah. with that, too. Yeah, no, just like I said, it was it was a little strange and... I figured I'd share it because I know, you know, she actually wanted to. She just said, you know, I can't. I'm, I'm always at work, unfortunately. So, you know, figured I'd go ahead and share it for no. her so that way Are you kidding? we can get some, some opinions look, and such. Look, uh, you're Von Taro on Facebook, correct? Yes. Yes, <laughs> perfect. So, look, as I said to you on the Von Taro, when you, when you message about the Von Taro thing, Look, fuck the haters. You guys are always have carte blanche to call. It's my show. You guys can call 
90 <laughs> times an episode. I don't care because I always, always enjoy talking to you guys. I always enjoy hearing your stories, and I believe you. But, I mean, even besides that... Well, that, well, well like I said, the other thing that I want to do is, is, since things are quieting down over here, we're not getting a lot of activity. We were just updating you on everything when we started from, like, birth to now. So that's sure. why we had so many stories. And that's exactly but it. But I've been trying to, I've been trying to kind of get the word out about about your podcast and everything. And some people are sharing their stories with me, so I want to pass them on to you. So, you know, we have more... To work with, but no, no. I, that one just happened last night, so I figured that was that was really interesting. I needed to to see what anyone thought about Look, it. Look again, you guys always have carte blanche to call. I always want to hear <laughs> it, and the fact that you guys did that, you started the fan the fan page for this very reason, so people that didn't want to call in or couldn't call in, you could call or exactly, I could read them yes. or something. So yeah, it's getting this information out there, which is yeah, the or we can talk amongst each other while you're while you're busy with your day job and stuff. Exactly. Oh, by the way, congrats on your day job. But yeah, exactly. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> hey, I absolutely love hearing from you. Like I said, it's my show. Call in every time, haters. If you want to hate, <laughs> go listen to another shitty show. I don't care. But my show, my <laughs> rules, my friends. My fans, they're awesome, like Sean. Thank you so much for calling. No problem, Kurt. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. Bye now. So if you want Bye. to find Sean, it's, uh, she's Von Taro on, on Facebook. She is a fantastic tarot reader. Again, I'm not getting anything out of this from saying this. She's not paying me to say this. I've never met her, but I've had a tarot reading from her, and it was fantastic. So exactly that. Von Taro on Facebook, the Paranormal Almanac Facebook fan page and Facebook page. There's a lot of cool stuff on the fan page, though. These guys are awesome. I love listening or, or popping in and seeing everything that everybody's posting on there. Now, real quick, and Josh said haters can fight him. They'll fight me, too. I'll back you, Josh. I'll be the number two because I'm not very... I'm, I'm skinny. But I will back you 100%. Uh, but a uh, little catch-up on Nina's story... Nina said she never drank from the well, um, and she had to go, unfortunately, so I couldn't get any more information out of her, but she said she never drank from the well, which I think is a good thing. She says she's got to go now. Uh, my dad is telling me some more stories. I'll email me when she has his stories, which I cannot wait to hear the rest of these stories. But like I said, thankfully, she didn't seem to drink from the, uh, the human consomme well, which I personally think is a good thing. Okay, so... Leanne says, I work in a hospital and in nursing homes as a CNA. I'm assuming that's, wait, what's CNA? Certified nurse accountant? That doesn't seem right. Certified nurse administrator. Sir, Kurt and a-holes. I don't know what CNA means. So Leanne, please tell me what CNA means. But she says, I work in a hospital and a nursing home as a CNA and people generally pass away in threes as well. Holy shit, that's awesome. See, there is something really bizarre about the rule of three. I'm going to have to look up what CNA is because I hate not knowing something. So hold on one second. CNA, that means, nope, that's an insurance agent. Um, nope, that's a, nope. Certified nursing assistant. Thank you, Leanne. That saved me from having to look it up. Uh, thank you, Leanne. Um, see, there we go. This is what I'm talking about. The rule of three or threes in general. Thank you, Austin. The rule of three. Thank you, Josh. Boy, everybody's like, you know, you're too late. I got it now. 
Leanne, Leanne told me. She's the best. Oh, Sean told me as well. Um, uh, Ashley told me as well. Holy shit, everybody did. Um, so, yes, the certified nursing. Why does everybody else know what CNA stands for besides me? Uh, I feel stupid now. Thanks, guys. But uh, the rule of threes, or three in general, I should. I'm, there is a numerology episode that I've been writing for a while. The problem with writing a numerology episode is the amount of rabbit holes that you go down with, with like um, going down like the, the with numerology in general. But trying to write, trying to wrap my head around how to write this episode is really difficult. Thank you, Stitch. So um, it's really been difficult. But there is a number of threes in the episode part that I've already had written. So I'm going to I'll go back to that. I've been promising it for a while, but there's some episodes that just don't seem to write themselves or fulfill themselves or, or, or flesh themselves out. So I'll put them away for a while. There's episodes that I put away for like a year plus, but then when I go back to them, it just clicks and then boom, 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 I get the episode out. I'm hoping that's what happens with numerology, but threes are very big in numerology as well. Let's see, we got, um, thank you. Uh, let's see, that sounds like it'll be a great episode. Yes, you know, I really hope so. Oh, Trish, yeah, that was Stitch. He's the best. He's the best. He was just uh, incredibly licking me. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see. Oh, yeah, kind of see it. I, um, I decided to burn myself on the oven today, so that's why I haven't been really showing this hand much because, frankly, it's torched. But, um, yeah, Stitch is the best. Uh, like I said, um, yeah, it sucks. Do not do not recommend burning yourself on an oven to pull out nachos. It's called um, oven mitts, and uh, you know what? I recommend everybody use some oven mitts. Oh, thank you, pal. Okay, so that's the numerology stuff. Oh, uh, Dave says I can help with the numerology aspect. Been studying it for a while. I like that. Um, I don't know how you can help me. Everybody, I get a lot of cool people that say, hey, I can help with this episode or that episode. And then I really don't know how I can really take people's help. But I would, look, I would love the help. I really would. Um, okay, in the meantime, though, let's get back to some other stuff. In fact, I want to read you guys a quick story here before the next caller. So next caller, hold off two seconds. Two seconds. I'm going to read a quick story, and then you guys can call, okay? It says, Strange sightings in Little Egypt. Do cryptids live in southern Illinois? It says, Angie Dixon, Angie Dixon doesn't know what she saw, but she knows she's not crazy. I can't tell you exactly what it was, but it was nearly 20 years ago when her, her daughter, and her ex-husband were driving near Makanda in the small hours one February morning. She says it was around 2 a.m., snow was falling, and she was driving with her then 10-year-old daughter to pick up her husband from his brother's house. On the way back, she was driving near Makanda, and she saw what she thought were mailbox reflectors. But when she got closer, she went, oh, it must be a mountain lion. But about 25 feet away, she realized, that ain't no mountain lion. She said, I thought it w she realized it wasn't a cougar, that it was actually crouched down in the middle of the road, holding something. She said, we just sat there and we were watching it as it stood up and it was huge. All I could focus on was its eyes, red, yellow, glowing eyes. 
Then it took off and was gone. Her daughter was the first among, among the first to speak up. She said, immediately she said, was that a Bigfoot? That's right. They saw Bigfoot. She says, I get laughed at all the time. I'm not fibbing. I'm not lying. I'm not saying what it was because I don't know what it was. But that's what I saw. She said, that's what I seen. But still, that's what I saw. And they call it the Big Muddy Monster from June of 1988. And uh, hold on a second. Let me actually, I can share this screen real quick. There we go. On the actual screen itself that you guys are seeing, you can see her drawing of the Big Muddy Monster. It's a Bigfoot. Sure as shit, that is a Bigfoot is what they saw. So the red glowing or orange glowing eyes is something that a lot of people say or a lot of people see when they see a Bigfoot. Those red glowing eyes that almost don't look like they're reflecting something like a cat's eyes, but they seem to be glowing independently. So here is just another story of a woman who doesn't believe in cryptids at all, but says she saw a Bigfoot. She doesn't like the fact that she saw it, but sure as shit, that's what she saw. So there we go. There is another Bigfoot sighting by someone who doesn't believe in cryptids at all, doesn't want any kind of recognition or, or to be known as the idiot that saw Bigfoot, yet there you go. Alrighty, what the hell is everybody talking about in the chat room? People are talking about weird shit. I, I even burned my hand the other day because I was making balsamic Brussels sprouts. Look, first of all, Josh, Brussels sprouts are amazing. Don't listen to what anybody says below me, Brussels or below that. Brussels sprouts are the best. Yeah, burning your hand absolutely sucks. But more importantly, Bigfoot. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Bigfoot. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, everybody was like, ooh, red eyes, Mothman. Yep, I get what you're saying, but it was Bigfoot. Oh, where was it? Uh, let's see, it says Little Egypt. I don't know where Little Egypt is. I'm assuming it's in, oh yeah, it's in Southern Illinois. Little Egypt in Southern Illinois. So Fran, Illinois, there you go. Yeah, everybody else is now just talking about food. So apparently, I'm keeping everybody from actually eating because now you're all talking about food, which is making me hungry because I haven't eaten dinner either. But I'll eat dinner in just a minute. Okay, so once again, let me put that um, that number up on the screen. The number is 818-732-9399. Feel free to call in. If not, I'm thinking let's uh, let's start wrapping up this episode. It's been an hour and a half almost. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been about an hour and a half, so let's start thinking about wrapping up this episode unless I get a caller. Ooh, Eek said, I also started making Mothman ragdoll plushies. What? All right, Eek, A, I want to see one. B, I want one. So I can put it up there. So if, if you know, if it's possible, please send me one. I want a Mothman ragdoll plushie, or I'll buy one. Whatever you want, you know, you say the word. Um, yeah, I definitely want one. I want the, the ultimate goal for everybody that's watching and not listening. Sorry for everybody listening. Just, it's going to take. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, how you doing? Hi, how, who's this? It's evil Kurt. Ha, evil Kurt. Yes. Kurt with the K. <laughs> how you doing, sir? Good. How are you? Good, good. 
All right, Evil Kurt. I, hey, I'm glad you called. So everybody now knows that we're two different people. But uh, what do you got for us, Evil <laughs> Kurt? Uh, it's a boring story, but I'll tell it to you anyway. Please. Yes, for calling. Um, I, when I got out of the Navy in 92, I had to move in with my uncle. It was an old house in Enfield, Connecticut. And they went away for a weekend, and I had the whole house to myself. And I heard walking upstairs, and it was a crawl space. I mean, I could walk up there, like, bent over, but it was going back and forth all over the ceiling. And, I mean, I didn't have anywhere else to go or anywhere else to sleep. And I asked them about it, and we were at dinner when they got back. And I'm like, yeah, I heard walking upstairs, and my uncle's like, behind my aunt going, you know, using the kill sign. And I'm like, what? She's like, what? What was that? And I'm like, ah, nothing. I probably was just the house or whatever. But my uncle said later on, my uncle, um, he wasn't really a big paranormal guy, but I guess he heard the same thing I did several times. Really? My aunt never heard it. Yeah, my aunt never heard it, but he went up in the crawl space and said, hey, I don't know who you are or whatever you are, but leave my family alone and blah, blah, blah. And my aunt never heard it, but that was really it. And I, I only heard it that one time. I never heard it again. Dude, this, is a, this isn't yeah. a terrible story. This is an awesome story because you had it independently corroborated by your uncle who was even kind of like, shut up, don't tell your aunt. Dude, that's crazy cool. Yep. So. Now, now, for the skeptics out there, are you sure it wasn't the house settling? No, because you could distinctly hear footsteps yep. walking back and forth across. I mean, people can believe whatever they want, but no, that, no, that's I, what happened. No, I agree. I, I look, hey, I believe you. Um, obviously, I had to ask that for all the stupid skeptics. I mean, I've got stuff here that people hear, and they're like, "Oh, it's somebody above us." There's nobody above me. I live in a house. There's not. It's not an apartment complex. You know the difference between footsteps and wood creaking. So, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And the fact that you were even like, what the hell? And then even brought it up is another reason to be like, it wasn't just the house settling. So this is not a, this is not a dumb story. This is awesome. Yeah, they moved, they moved to uh, New York years later. And I'd say probably like eight, ten years later, I brought it up and we told her. And she was like, how come you never told me? <laughs> Wait, the I mean, answer you know, to my uncle. Yeah, well, I, I brought it up. I went up there to visit him one time. <laughs> and I brought it up, and my aunt was like, why didn't you ever tell me that? And blah, blah, blah. And they had a young son, because my uncle, my uncle has a couple different generations of kids my age and younger ones. And they had their first younger one. And she's like, we had the baby and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I took care of it. No, nothing ever happened, so don't worry about it. But it was funny. <laughs> I like the fact that she wasn't like, like, oh, thank God you didn't tell me. But instead she's like, hey, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me? Like, well, that's awesome. Now, did she ever admit yeah. to hearing anything after she found out that you guys had heard stuff? No, she never heard anything. Okay. So, right. so whatever was, yeah. Interesting. Yep. But now that's that... all I got from this show. Dude, no, are you kidding? That was fantastic. No, this is what I'm saying. Like, when you, when someone says, like, ah, it's not a big story. Are you kidding? You heard something that you can't explain. You tried to debunk. You had it independently corroborated. That's something. There's something there, and I love it. Thank you for calling, man. I really appreciate it. All right, man. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, Have Evil Kurt. Night. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for calling. There we go. 
That's the anti-Kurt, the evil Kurt, or the good Kurt. Maybe I'm the evil Kurt. Who's to say? Uh, but uh, very interesting that I love the fact that, that even his uncle was like, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's just a ghost that's up there. Um, Eek, I can't click on your link with this simulcast going on, but I'll click on it after the fact because I want to see the ragdoll. But there's a lot of people saying the other thing about three is that it's communication number, the first number that was used in the word all. Interesting, very interesting. Um, three is also an indicator of paying attention to the spiritual, and on the contrary, it's considered the angelic number. Very interesting. I like that as well. Huh. Uh, yeah. Why, why was she confused about a Bigfoot or a mountain lion? Makes us Illinois residents look bad. See? See, Lauren? You gotta get out there. You gotta find a Bigfoot, and that way you can be like, look, I'm from Illinois. I know the difference between a mountain lion and a Bigfoot. There you go. Um... All right, I think that was great. I think that was a good... I, th I personally think that was a good story to end on. So let's wrap this episode up. Hold on. Um, nobody call. I'm going to turn off the phone real quick because I think that was a good story to uh, to end it on. So there we go. The phone lines are turned off. Stitch is freaking out over there. All righty. Three is the mind, the body, the soul, the triad, the birth, the life, the death cycle. Wow, there's a lot of three stuff in here. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. So, you guys, once again, another phenomenal show. I want to thank Shane and Nina and Dave and Maria and Sean and Evil Kurt, or as he likes to be called, Kurt with a K. Um, you guys are awesome. The fact that you guys are enjoying the show, all these people are saying, like, that was an awesome show, that was so good. It's the callers. 100% it's the callers. I am just like a vessel for these awesome shows. I'm so happy to do that. Thank you guys so much for watching. The fact that you all enjoyed this and you were all watching this is phenomenal to me. You guys are awesome. If you guys have any stories at all, I'm going to do a listener ghost story coming up soon. So email me, paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. Once again, that's paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. Or you can wait till the next live show and you can call in 818-732-9399 only when the live shows are happening but either way i want to hear from you guys you guys make this show so good you make this show worth doing thank you to everybody that called in you guys are phenomenal uh till the next one thank you guys so much once again i'm your host kurt sandvig and this has been another live edition of paranormal almanac Everybody, when she is through my your videos, you need to learn, 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 you need